Hello, and welcome to The Delicious Truth with Gloria Cotton. I'm Gloria. During this podcast, we're going to cover a variety of topics that are impacting our everyday lives. We'll look at four things for each topic. One, the absolute empirical truth. That's all about the facts and data. Then we'll look at the personal experiential truth. And that's about how those facts and others do and don't show up in people's lives and their experience of them. Next, the consequential, impactful truth. The difference this makes in people's lives. And finally, you'll hear about resources and solutions you can use to empower yourself and others. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of The Delicious Truth. I am Gloria. Hello. <laughs> um, and I'm so happy to be speaking with you uh, this episode about a topic that is really, really powerful for me. Before I, before I let you know what that is, I'm teasing you a little bit. This whole season, just as a reminder, this whole season is about our seeing and recognizing and purposefully and intentionally claiming, sharing, leveraging our strengths, our resources, our gifts. Often people show and tell us that they think we have none. And they do that on a one-on-one individual level, sometimes quote-unquote friends who we really have to examine. Is this a friend who's always bringing you down? Hello. Sometimes members of our family who are trying to protect us and don't want us to overreach, but at the same time are dampening and putting out the fire of our dreams. But wherever it's coming from, those messages of we're not blank, fill in the blank, we're not good enough, we don't have, whatever that is, this whole season is about seeing ourselves, recognizing ourselves, Knowing who we are. One of my favorite lines from the movie, The Black Panther, is said a couple of times, actually, um, by T'Challa's mother, who's played by the beautiful Angela Bassett, and then by his sister, who I don't know this uh, young person's, this actor's name. But the line is, show him who you are. Show him who you are. And it's about, you know, there's war going on. There's fighting going on for the throne. There's fighting for your life. And this is the the statement that they have. When I heard that, and I've watched the movie several times now, each time I've heard it, I thought, what a wonderful thing to say to somebody. Show somebody who you are. But before you show somebody who you are, you got to show yourself who you are. So we need to see ourselves through the eyes of, if it's a reminder or an introduction, looking at our gifts, our power, our majesty, our deliciousness. Okay? So on this episode, we're going to be talking about gratitude. First of all, what is it? There's several different things that I've read about trying to distill down what is gratitude. Here are a couple of them. Gratitude is the quality of being thankful, a readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. I like that one. That's okay. Then here's another definition or description. 
Gratitude means thanks and appreciation. Gratitude, which rhymes with attitude, comes from the Latin word gratis, which means thankful, pleasing. When you feel gratitude, you're pleased by what someone did for you and also pleased by the results. I like that one better. I'm going to expand it. It's not only what someone did for you. It might be what you did for someone else. The opportunity to be able to help somebody. I'm often grateful for that opportunity to be able to help someone, to put a smile on someone else's face or to make that deep frown not quite so deep. Those things, even if you can't change the situation, can you touch your or the person's heart? I found a, uh, a poem that I'd like to read. And the, the person who wrote it, I, names are very important to me and I never want to mispronounce. So I'm going to spell this person's name in case y'all like to look it up. The first name is M as in Mary, A as in Adam, R as in Robert, E as in Edward, Lisa, all together. L as in Larry, I as in Isaac, S as in Sam, A as in Adam. So I think it's Mayor Lisa, but I'm not sure. And then the last name reminds me of the Fabergé egg, but it looks like Fabrizia or Gah. I'm not sure. It's F as in Frank, A as in Adam, B as in boy, R as in Robert, E as in Edward, G as in Gloria, hello, A as in Adam. Here's the poem written by this wonderful person. Gratitude should not be just a reaction to getting what you want, but an all the time gratitude, the kind where you notice the little things and where you constantly look for the good, even in unpleasant situations. Start bringing gratitude to your experiences instead of waiting for a positive experience in order to feel grateful. In other words, you know, being grateful feels good. And so why would we limit the times that we feel that when it's available to us all the time? Let, let, let's, let's, let's go on and talk about the power and privilege of gratitude. Being actively grateful for something that has happened, is happening, or will happen, and being grateful that you are mentally, emotionally, psychologically, and spiritually where you are in preparation and certainty, that's an opportunity for gratitude. Gratitude is an energy that literally changes you in the midst of your experience and how you experience that thing. It doesn't change the external, but it changes you in it. It's called being um, having peace in the eye of the storm. As you're going through whatever you're going through, are you experiencing, even if it's the situation is a succubus sucking the life and energy out of you, first of all, if it's a life and death situation, you got to handle that physical safety and then be grateful for that. But not everything that happens that's a succubus, <laughs> seducer of your peace, not all of it is physical. A lot of it is mental and emotional, 
psychological, even spiritual attack on who you are, the core of your humanness, of your being. Whatever it is, what are you thinking, feeling, considering, seeing, hearing as you're going through that? If we're, if we're looking at our survival, science tells us that our brain kicks into survival mode because we don't feel safe. And when we are in survival mode, that becomes our focus. That becomes our focus, either for ourselves or somebody important to us or something important to us that we feel we have to protect. The thing is in, in danger of being destroyed. The person. And all we're able to think about at that time is stopping, replacing, getting rid of whatever it is that's the threat. Your survival, you want, that's what you want, your safety, your peace. When you are in that mode of thinking, you're not able to see or think about things that you can be grateful for because you're just trying to live. This is when you need somebody else to help you. This is when you need somebody else to just hold the space for you to be who you are. Maybe they're not changing the thing, but you know what? I don't have to protect myself from you. You got my back, my front, my top, my bottom, everything. For me, uh, you know, where do I find this peace? Reaching out to others is one thing. Sometimes it is, you know, and listening to some music can take you there. Think about, think about for those of you who, Listen to different music and it just lifts your spirit. This morning I was listening to Stevie Wonder. I tell you, and then uh, at the end of July 2021, uh, Prince's estate is re uh, releasing a new album. Now I got to tell y'all I have everything this man has ever made. So I've already pre-ordered it. And the two songs that are available, I was listening to them. Between those two artists today, I was really flying high on the beauty of life. It could be something that you read. It could be some delicious food. It could be going and taking a walk or a jog or a ride in nature. It could be just calling someone and hearing their voice. One time I was, and, and here's how I know that works. Here's how I know it works. This is not just theory or isn't that a good thought or somebody said it. I know this happens. I was on a business trip and I was going through some stuff. This is before I got my divorce. I was feeling really miserable. I was getting ready to go uh, to start my day and I had big crocodile tears coming down. I am not cute when I cry. You know, some people cry cute. That's not me. Okay. I would, tears were flowing down, snot and boogers flying. Oh, yeah, we're going to keep it real. All of that stuff. And I'm sitting there feeling having the pity party of the century. And all of a sudden, I got to a point where I was, yes, this is happening. And I'm grateful for this. You know, this is what's happening in my marriage. But, oh, my God, this marriage gave me three beautiful children. This is what's happening in my marriage. But you know what? My soon-to-be ex-husband, here's some good things that he does in the world. And I'm grateful for this. And oh, my God, how wonderful to have this job that I get to travel to these places. So my mind is taken off these things 
lived, I'm grateful for this. And so as I stepped into the shower, I started thinking, I, I heard the voice of God say to me, and that's how simple it is. It's simple to change, not your situation. I was still getting a divorce, major changes for my family and me, but I was different. And the voice of, you can call it whatever you want to call it, universe, higher being, whatever. Most often I say, God said, this is how simple it is. It's as easy as ABCs. And that was the birth of this book that came through me. And the name of it is The ABCs of Thanking God. <laughs> it's a, a coloring book and a journal. At some point in the future, I'll let y'all know how you can see or get a copy of it. Um, I have a bunch of copies, but it's just, how can I get them to you? What can you do, even when you're hurting, to be grateful? Who do you need? Who can you reach out to when you can't take care of yourself? Um, as I was going through... <laughs> Uh, our separation and then divorce. This woman said to me, well, you believe in God. Why don't you just pray about it? Because I was going to therapy. We were going to therapy. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes you have to reach out to other people, and that includes doctors and professional people. I, I looked at her and I said, because my mind is not right. I'm not trying to hear God. I need a human being to talk to and to connect with. Don't let somebody shame you into what you need. Isn't that crazy? It's, people can tell you so easily. It's like uh, playing uh, who wants to be a millionaire and you come up with all the answers sitting on your sofa. Mm -hmm. But when you in the situation, it's a little different. Don't let people tell you. So be grateful for a clear mind. Be grateful that you know who to reach out to and you have those resources to reach out. You're privileged to have allies. You're privileged to know how to get in touch with professionals. You have family, that's F-R-A-M-I-L-Y. That's friends who are family and family who are friends. Not everybody in your family is somebody you need to reach out to. It's a wonderful thing to know that. I'm grateful to know who are the people I can reach out to in my personal life, in my professional life, in my family, in institutions like church. You can't be talking to everybody in church about things, child. It will be on TikTok before you can think about it. So being grateful even to know who are the people that you can go to. Who are the people you need to back off of? or limit? And here's one thing I encourage you to do. There's so much ugliness going on in the world. You can be inundated with all this video after video, story after story, book after book, report after report, TikTok after TikTok of something ugly happening. So back off of or limit, control, you control what you let into your mind, your heart, your soul. You control that. Turn it off. I'm hearing Teddy Pendergrass right now. Turn it off. <laughs> you control how and how much negative stuff you let in and when. And then lean into and increase control the positive stuff that you're letting in. 
I saw a video of two cats walking together. One cat is black and the other one looks like it's kind of gray. The black one is blind and the gray one is its companion. They do everything together. I mean, and they were walking together, touching one another. And I thought, isn't that wonderful that this cat is blind, not getting ready to get his sight back. But oh my goodness, all is not lost. There's something to be grateful for. I was grateful that this cat had a companion, someone that was there with them (laughs) so they weren't alone. What are the things that you are grateful for? Who are the people? You might want to write something down. You might want to reach out to them and let people know this is the difference. I am grateful for you. This is the difference you have made in my life. It wouldn't be the same without you. That kind of thing spreads. Um, I, I said on one of my classes, I said to the leaders, I charge you with spreading the virus of love. And then I said, I know that it's uncomfortable for some of you to hear that word. Isn't it interesting that we are more comfortable talking about murder than we are about love? So look to see if you're comfortable or uncomfortable thinking about gratitude. What has fed into that? And then be grateful for the opportunity to sit and examine. I mean, it's it's grateful to have awareness about what you can do. Some of the people, some people uh, look at at the end of every day or at the end of the week writing down things that they are grateful for. My meditation is never the same. And so for people who have a standard ritual, I'm not mad at you. If that works for you, go right ahead. What works for me is whatever I feel in the moment. So if you're more structured uh, than I am, or whether you just go with the flow, think about the people and things that you are grateful for whether it's once a day, no matter what time of the day. Some people, yeah, I can't just think about the good stuff. The bad stuff is there too. Okay, do whatever you need to do and be grateful and with gratitude that you have the freedom to approach this any way you need to. This is not about pleasing somebody else. This is about you connecting with you. If you will do that, beloved, I, I promise you, that just like me, when I was on my trip, just crying and just so miserable. And, you know, it just began to slowly change. The, vis- the visual that I had was I had before me, I was drinking a glass of sludge. I was drinking a glass of sludge that someone else had prepared, but I was drinking it. And then I began to pour in clean, pure, purified, cleansing water. Those were my thoughts of thanksgiving and gratitude. And you know what? That sludge got out of that glass. It was on the floor all around me, but I wasn't taking it in to myself. That's what I'd like to encourage you to do, to stand in your power for how to be grateful and why, and changing your energy, your 
your perspective. It, it is, is, and sometimes it's not changing. Sometimes it's expanding. So for those of you who I'm still seeing the ugly stuff, because that's me, I look at the whole thing. It's not about if that's not who you are, because remember, we're showing you who you are as well as other people. It is about being honest with yourself. There's so many lies people are telling out here, half-truths and diversions. Don't do that with yourself. And even being honest with yourself about the good, the bad, or the ugly is something to be grateful for. So I encourage you to do that, beloved ones. Uh, Know that I am always here for you and with you. I wish I could be with you because you know what? (laughs) There's a hug in your future if you want one. I love you. Bye-bye.